0: The first four hours were simply in a moose bush. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this
2: much. Sure he's the one not dessert?
0: Not for me. <shap> yeah, good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Yellow. whoop oh, dip Strapping, folks. So loud. Strap oh. in. That's how <laughs> you do a let's sound let's check. Let's go, let's go, let's go, go,
3: go, go, go let's go, let's go. go, let's go,
0: let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's
4: go, let's go. We have no processing in go, go, here, and here, you guys go. So All right, right so we, we have two things. And then you start the show and you go, we're doing a show. That's you.
3: That's me. Come on, Owen. Get your voice under control. By the way, this podcast brought to you by Clean Up Extend Technologies, x t e n d a v dot com. Make sure not only to log in and listen in. Do people say log in anymore?
0: Grade the hours of the show today. Oh, hour one, grade, and not our best, C plus.
3: You're being generous.
0: Well, 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 the first segment was the Johnny the Manziel if, thing. If we're grading on a i spiral, I'm sorry, I was so confused. I go, I can't believe I saw in the same day, I'm so, Deshaun, so scared. Deshaun Watson throwing bombs to David Bell, mm. and then in the same day, I'm seeing videos of Johnny Manziel rolling wa- or smoking <laughs> wombats on the side. I go, Oh, that isn't Johnny Manziel, damn it. All right, so I got to look at that. But I want to make sure it was right. We got to make sure we're accurate. That
4: was the same team that Johnny's on. How do you get two guys that look exactly the same? I
0: know I'm a diehard Zappers. They're the the Zappers called the Zappers. Stop it! You're a big zap head. No, because doesn't the owner of the Zappers have a zapping thing? Yes,
4: the owner Dave (laughs) Yeah.
3: I'll sell all of get your jokes Way here. better on this uh, get after my the hell out of Second here. cup of coffee. All right, number
0: two.
3: Uh, hour number two, refresh my memory. What did we get into? We
0: talked about um we talked about a little bit of Tony Busby, and then we talked a little bit about uh David Ajoku yep. and Anthony. Oh, and then okay. of course and we, we had... had the Jacoby Brissett interview. I'm gonna give that an A. A minus. A-. a solid B. Okay, solid that B. That was
4: that was a good sports talk hour.
0: Yeah. 8 o'clock. Yeah, but the problem is... 8 o'clock, we did some nuts and bolts. I like that. Before Mary Yeah, Gay. I
3: did like that. We That's got Down, down in the Trenches
0: hour. with... Yeah, we're listening to In the Trenches mm-hmm. with Anthony Lima.
3: With the Trench Boys. With their trench coats. We've got a new podcast what concept. Would say, yeah. What would you say... What
0: would you say... Nothing Mary, underneath. Mary Kay. Just trench coats. Mary Kay at 820. And then uh, to you by we got London into a Lamar That's an A. With some galoshes. That's, that's solid sports talk. That was yeah, solid was sports talk. Fast move at solid yeah. sports talk. 9 o'clock was interesting, but we got I, a, loved it. I, I loved it. I loved the 9 o'clock statement. I loved statement. It. 920 with the caller who said that Deshaun has to win three Super Bowls. Yep, went
3: off the rails, yeah. and, and I loved then,
0: that. And then the end. I, you know what, I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to give two A's, C+, plus. Yeah, C. C. Yeah,
3: the only problem B is B
0: plus A A.
3: The only problem with our number two is once we got into the black quarterback room stuff, uh, and I it's I'm my glad fault you brought that up. Well, I'm glad you brought that up well, no,
0: because you started do, you started looking at Twitter too much. Well, I know, no, I know. But
3: then I tweeted I have a race war going on right now in my in my mentions, and all yeah. all I wrote was Hey, just it's okay, it's okay to just listen to somebody else for a change. Listen to Jacoby Brissett, and then fine if you still want to. If you still want to hate everything about any time race is brought up in America, fine. But listen to Jacoby Brissett. He has a point. Listen to him and see if not if he changes your mind, because let's be honest, how many times does anybody change your minds? We have we have Busby on our station. We have Harden. Does anybody change your minds? No. It's almost like, what's the point of having any of these guys on? No one's going to change your minds. And anytime we had anybody talk about Baker, nobody changed your minds. Nope. Anytime we talk about anything, the, Guardians, the Indians training into the Guardians. Nobody changes their mind. Why do we even do a radio show? You know what? I nobody strike, I strike to do no more radio since nobody changes their mind anymore. What is the point? But you're right. I was looking at Twitter too much. And when I see a race war developing, and here's what Ken does that, that's smart. He just mutes the conversation. But I want to see the responses. So I continue looking at the responses. And then they get bigger. And then it goes down a path that you can't believe, and it's like, I want to see those responses too. So I wish I had the power to just hit that mute button, but that was my just only problem. If you need to. I started I muting I recently, and it's really uh, there's nice. There's
0: some conversations that I do think are important to have and try to go through on Twitter, but it just depends on the, on the other person. Should
3: I not have asked? Um, Should I not, did it derail everything no, that I even asked no, him about the black quarterback? No, room?
0: no, 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 I didn't, no. By the
3: way, I didn't go into the interview saying I wanted to ask about it. That came to me. But, I'm like, oh, you know what? This is, this is something I've heard them talk about but somebody, a little bit.
0: What I got upset about is that some there were people going, what does it have to be a black quarterback room or a white quarterback? First off, if I would have went all last year saying, well, welcome to the white quarterback room, boy, we'd have a serious mm-hmm. problem on our hands, I think. Um, but it's also like, listen, it is perfectly fine and warranted, and it should have been asked that you brought up Jacoby, you brought up the, the – quarterback room being all African-American mm-hmm. in the Cleveland Browns facility, because again, it's not just about our own personal experiences. It's about theirs. And so if we got to say it again, which we did at eight o'clock, and you can go back and listen, 92 through the It's everybody sits there and goes, why can't they do? It? And I've been guilty as well. I've definitely been guilty as well for people in all shapes, sizes, colors, creeds, or why can't they just do this? It's not the say it's absolutely the same. No, it's not. It's not. So when we sit there and go, we don't have a problem. Well, to some people we do, and we don't see other people's history. We don't see other people's experiences. So I don't have the same experience as Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, like, who knows in his history? He didn't say. But who knows if somebody in his history goes, yeah, you're a really nice tight end.
3: Right. Yeah, you can't play quarterback.
0: Yeah, I want to be a quarterback. You'd make a really nice tight end. The same thing we we say about Bill Polian about Lamar Jackson. I don't want to just say I don't think the no. Bill Polian's a racist, but he. But it was a he's bad the symbol thing to say. of it. He's a symbol he's of it because he famously a guy
3: that won MVP. He thought should change yes. positions. And he's a
0: Hall of Famer. Bill Polian's a Hall of Famer. Lamar might be a Hall so of Famer. So it was by the representing
3: the old guard, even if that's yes. not fair. That's but, that's what it was and seen that's as. What it
0: is, Bill Polian is a window. No matter what he says, he's a window into that thinking that permeated throughout the league and throughout football for generations. Generations. So we don't know. Jacoby Brissett's grandfather might have played quarterback in college. Deshaun Watson's grandfather might have played quarterback in college and so on and so forth. And then things change. Or they might have played quarterback in high school and then things quote-unquote change. So, yes, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. If I saw things through their eyes, through their entire life, for their 29 Honestly, years for can. Jacoby Brissett, yes, it would be a big effing deal to me. Yes, it, Just, should, it I, should have been asked, and I'm glad you asked.
3: I'm being dead honest about this, and you t- tell me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm, I'm now overcorrecting, because that happens. We do, we do, guys, we all have narratives, we all have agendas, we all have people that we, we tend to side with. Like you, you go on, you have your political people you go to, you have your sports people. Somebody like Kyler Murray... Is there a chance in hell he would have been allowed to play quarterback 30 years ago, looking like him, running like him, with his size, wise and everything? Just everything. Well, now in today's now in today's world, Tua Tagovailoa. Okay, I'm just saying. I think there are a lot of guys right now that now the door has been open, and the whole point is that for many years. These players have been steered in a – think about how silly this is. We are going to make you play running back because there's no way your amazing gifts translate to quarterback. Right. Well, why did they do that? They didn't do that because they could help them more as a running back. What high school team, what college team would rather have their dynamic athlete play running back than quarterback? No, they were saying it because they didn't think certain guys could handle it upstairs. Where did they get that from?
0: Which is the worst thing ever.
3: How ridiculous, uh, guys! That is where this all started. And did it, you it's say all, where did they get that from? Where did they get that that thought? I Why mean, would a coach have you read a history book? Well, but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. coaches would do anything they could to put the best players, the most athletic right. players, in their most key positions. Yes. Except they wouldn't let them play quarterback. And furthermore, a lot of places that did the hiring wouldn't let those guys be the head coaches. Right. So that's why, if you're wondering why it was a big deal when Lovey Smith and Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy were the first African American head coaches, and I know you don't want to hear about it every day, I know that fans are like, "See, this is the media wants you to talk about race and divide our country." No, but we want to learn from mistakes, and as an evolved society, we want to learn and talk to people that have different worldviews, different perspectives. Yes, me and Ken. Growing up where we did in our high schools, and Owen, I can't speak for you. I imagine it. Imagine well, that's
0: we, part of it. I just assume he grew up that way because he comes from Lawrence, Oklahoma, uh, a, small a town, town of nine hundred people yeah, in Oklahoma. I, maybe I mean, had a different, which is probably not right to do. I
3: imagine Double has a very different life experience in his high school than we have in ours. Everybody has different experiences, so. I don't think we have to just look at somebody when somebody mentions black quarterback room and go, oh, oh my God, I hate this. Woke, worldview, terrible, different, politics, MSNBC. Like, maybe just listen to Jacoby Brissett. That's all I was saying. I don't think that needed to be a race war in my Twitter mentions. That's all. This podcast brought to you by Extend Technologies. You know I
0: agree with you. You know I agree with you, you bastard.
3: Have Tony come over. You know that. Uh, somebody asked. What else you want to get into? Somebody did ask. Well, I do want to know. Are you how how far gone are you with this year's NBA playoffs? That I get excited to talk NBA playoffs every day, and then seems like nobody nobody wants talk about.
0: Series. I was really excited last series, and I'm kind of just waiting for the finals now. Uh, I I think that Boston's going to give it a good series, give it a good go. I think Golden State's going to win the whole thing. Uh, but I'm really excited to talk about that. Which, by the way, speaking of, like, the whole wokeism thing and stuff like that, it, it, there, there's this is why s- social media is – it can't stand for good. There's good things that can happen, but it can't be, like, a change thing. Like, there were some people who go, Ken, what did you say about Steve Kerr? And then you hear a strong mm-hmm. message and go, guys, we do understand there's a difference between sports hate. I don't hate Steve mm-hmm. Kerr personally. I don't – and then there was another argument that started on mine – about Steve Kerr and didn't he say that this was good I go, I don't know, guys. This is a good message. These are these are trying times, these are scary times for all of us here. Maybe just let him get it off his chest. You can get whatever you want to off your yeah. chest. That's fine. We can talk about this. Um, Do we
3: not all have inconsistencies by the way about anything we've ever said? Constantly. I mean, man, if you have only consistencies when it comes to anything in life, yeah, that's good I have to question whether you ever talk to other people or listen to other people. <laughs> like people change my mind all the time, smarter people than me. People that have very different experiences. Mm-hmm. People that uh, grow up in different places. Like they change my mind because that's not what I what I've known. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm always surprised. I do get it. Like you know, there's going to come a time where, all right, my my views are pretty rigid, right? Like at at, at some point when you turn, you know, fifty five or sixty. Yeah, I, I get it. You're probably not going to change your mind on a whole bunch of things. You probably have a pretty rounded out, fleshed out view on things, but. I feel like at 40, I'm still changing my mind a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, it's
3: because I don't stand for anything.
0: I think you stand for certain <laughs> things. Not everything. Do we stand for everything?
3: Uh, you almost have to, Dad. That's a sad thing.
0: That Why? Because of this? Because right. of the thing I'm looking at right now? Yeah, who cares? yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Like that, I did have a, when it, when it came to some of the stuff going on, and I, I did mention this yesterday on TV. I struggle with social media when things like this happen. What is the good? Or excuse me. There is good. But what is the goal by the person? What, is it likes and retweets? Yes. Is it agenda? It's likes is and it all the above? It's likes and retweets. It's likes and retweets.
3: I mean, it's, it's it it, is, it Kenny, is, we just had another school can, shooting. And I told you Twitter was the exact same that it was after the last one. Exactly. There were no differences. And it's, but, but It played out time, identically. But I'll
0: tell you this, Tone. Like I looked at what Miles Garrett said and this is this is why I'm proud of I'm I'm I swear to god I'm proud of Miles Garrett. He doesn't know me very well at all or you very well, but this is why I love covering him. Uh because you can just tell like there's there's so much I'm more excited for Miles Garrett. I want to see what Miles Garrett does after football. I think there's so much untapped potential in there. I'm excited. I I want to see him dominate and be incredible mm-hmm. on the football field and have a Hall of Fame world-class career. And do all those great things, but when it's when it's done, I want to see what Miles Garrett does after football because there's there's thought provoking stuff in there, there's smart stuff in there. I want to see it, and I was proud of him as expressing his, his opinion, and I think that that needs to. be I, I'm torn because I think it needs to be, I think it needs to be cultivated and helped, because I don't. I look at some of the things and I go, well, we're just, we're doom scrolling and this is a tragedy and awful, <laughs> Dude, awful. I've never scrolling. heard that. It's pretty good. Well, it's doom it's, scrolling. Oh, they, they, that was talked about yeah. constantly during the pandemic. Constantly. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe you never heard that. Um, you made a joke. No. Oh, really? Well, you never heard that? I, I'm, oh, it's constantly not my lexicon. during the pandemic. Because I, I did. I, I accused some people of, they just lived on Twitter and lived for the next terrible thing they could read mm-hmm. about the pandemic. It was scary. I mean, I... I think a lot of you guys, I went on I went on meds during the pandemic. It was terrifying to me. Um, Why didn't
3: you share any? You never asked me if I wanted any. Uh, those are
0: personal meds. Those are personal
4: meds. It's a show, Ken. Yeah. we got to be able to share things yes. throughout the yeah, show. Yeah, that,
3: that's, oh, that's well, a violation. You, a man, you well, put them on I, the I, table. Yeah, I true. feel betrayed.
0: Do you really want to share these drugs? I mean, golly. I don't know. I don't know what you got, but, but I,
3: we'll be talking when the mics go off.
0: And that's that's when I looked. It was really then, and I told you the 2016 presidential election. When I go, mm-hmm. this isn't real. This isn't real. And that's what I got so upset about in 2020. Because I go, why am I looking at this constantly? Why am I staring into my phone? I go, I still have my children around me. They're home. We're all home. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need you've to, got what you need. I didn't yep. know I'd be working 18 hours a day in the future, but here we are. And I'm glad that I got to spend time and I realized that because there were some things that this sucks and some of this stuff is out of our control and we just have to live with it. And I can't spend time all day online telling people whether they're right or wrong. And usually people just use social media to try to dunk on each other. And it's just pointless. It's just one great big sewer drain to me. But, but that's where people find their voice. That's where people feel that they are important and heard and they need to be heard and that still needs to be protected where i say don't stop thinking don't stop praying you do, you can't do either you can't do either of those things you can't stop you just because people say thoughts and prayers that doesn't matter anymore well you start at thoughts and prayers and then you do something mm-hmm. but you got to start somewhere so many people just stop after thoughts and prayers because they probably just want likes and retweets. Yeah, and they get them. And they nope. just, "Hey, I was on the record about this and that's all." You just can't you got to start at thoughts and prayers and then you move on about your business and you and you try to make something happen. You you try to make change. You know, that's where I am on that. But when I look back at, at some of this stuff, I just feel like, "Hey, get your voice out there. That's fine. Go ahead and do that." But there's a lot of things when I I just pick up my phone and I just see some of the stuff and you know, it's like like I said before, when we first found out, I use this as an example. When we first found out about the Browns snooping around Texas and thinking about getting Deshaun Watson, I I said in passing at first, and you and we said it on the air. I go, oh, I'm uncomfortable. And you go, Oh, Ken. And then for a se- I, and I brought up after the Roethlisberger the Monday night game. I go, I go. I don't know why I'm so damn uncomfortable. I just am, but I know that if he if he were to play, eventually we'll just move on and everything will be whatever. And I was still uncomfortable, and I said I was uncomfortable to the point where. Like I don't want you know, people go. Can you mention your kids? I mention my kids because I don't want people. I don't want them to victim shame someday. Like there is truth. I know that there's people who lie, and they lie for personal gain. But there is truth. Just like I don't want them to say Deshaun Watson's a monster. I don't want them to say that all the women are are, are liars. I don't mm-hmm. want that. And that conversation is in our in our face every single day. But ultimately, what that is, it's entertainment. And that's a that's a strong word to use, but that's what it is. In his world, it's real. In Deshaun Watson's world, it's real. With the accusers, it's real. But for everybody else, for me, for you, it's not. It's it's theater. It, the phone mm-hmm. is theater. Tweets are theater. I try. I think that there can be good. I think that there can be you know perfect strangers have reached out after after. Mother's Day, I'll say that. Perfect strangers have reached out and said nice things about my mother and things like that, about stuff I've said on this show and on TV. And that's, to me, a very nice thing. But if I get some guy, or what I assume is some guy, you know, with a, might have like a Rick and Morty avatar or something like that, saying, have a salad, you fat pig. Like, what am I, am I really supposed to get mad about that? Am I really supposed to be upset about that? Like, this isn't real. Would that guy say that to me? How many? How many different accounts does that guy? I assume guy. Mm-hmm. How many different accounts does that have? This isn't real. Mm-hmm. What is said here? This is entertainment. It can be real. It can be powerful. But for the most part, it's not. But it doesn't stop you from mm-hmm. from saying something that you believe is 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 important, and then taking action.
3: But it, but what's what's incredible is that it's not real. Part. I'm glad that me and you can at times, not always, disassociate ourselves from. That that fake world, that other portal, that is the social media stuff, and we're able to do it for the most part. We might need some help at times, like you you said. Maybe you've had to put it down. Maybe you had to take meds, uh, stop from doom scrolling and see all the negative, and find some good things, and maybe hug your family I, members and actually say, "Hey, look, we're building a family here. That's pretty cool." Like I don't have to live in this space, and it's yeah. voluntary. I can put it down, even though we have responsibilities with the station, but I can put but it I down. Don't, but
0: that's the thing. I don't want to. Because there are people who do take it seriously and I try to respond to as many people as possible because it's not an act. I I feel I try to be helpful and nice to 98% of the people I come in contact with unless they're not helpful or nice to me and I just don't want that to ever not be the case. So part of that is that, yes, I try to respond to just about everything. But there are times where it's just like, I'm going to tweet this thought out and mute because I don't, I don't need it. I don't need to spend the next hour laying in a bed or laying on a couch.
1: Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
2: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Responding to a stranger.
2: Yeah, but the set, There's the good that can happen is, there, but it's usually... There, there is good. There absolutely is good. And there's
3: tons of good with social media and... And and bridging gaps and exposing ideas to people and and plenty of things and education. There's no doubt. There's really good aspects of social media. The bad part that I'm nervous about is you hear the term radicalizing. You've been radicalized. Well, that's now been a new term that's that uh, you know can be politicized. But I really feel like people are getting angrier over this stuff. I really do, and I think social media is a big part of it. And I think that's why when you see crowded places like airplanes and airports and and, sh- and malls mm-hmm. or or restaurants, like you're seeing it play out, man. People, people are going right from social media yep. and the anger and they, there,
0: they're it and they're carrying over life.
3: to real life. They're and I don't know that that stops. Lives. I don't think it ever stops. I don't care if Elon Musk is running Twitter and there's no bots or not. Uh, maybe that can help. Maybe that part of what Elon Musk was trying to do, if he ever actually does it, would help. But in the end, like I don't know – I don't know how the toothpaste goes back in the tooth. I, I don't, honestly don't know. I really don't know how you can ever set the clock back on that. I don't. I, it's turning into one of our biggest weaknesses. It would, as a, as a society, like how social how social media has shaped who we are, but what we also, feel.
0: But it's also to whom, to to how many, to to what what part of society. You know, we're 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 given stats. That out of our listenership, less than listen, what five percent of our listeners are actually is on fully Twitter. engaged on there. He's yeah, is fully engaged on Twitter. Maybe they have a Twitter account. And they read less than five percent of the people we talk to. But well, Facebook, day. Facebook's doing it Facebook's too. Facebook's much bigger. Facebook is much no. bigger. And you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong about. I mean,
3: that. you can win elections now.
0: I understand. That. Spreading
3: misinformation you, on Facebook, you're like not, you really can. You're not
0: wrong. Oh, you're both not sides, wrong. by the way. I'm not. That's yes. not a one-sided uh, thing. I, I understand. Other
3: countries are using that against us.
0: You, you're not wrong about that. But it took me a while to realize, like, this this just isn't real. I never, like, this type of thing, I've never got a job because of Twitter. Well,
2: but other people have. And when I yeah. first
0: start, some people have. But how many of those people, I mean, honestly, how many of those people have been really successful five years down the line? How many, like, they might have got a contract. We're still monitoring Emmanuel Acho. How many of those people have been really successful <laughs> But, well, he has the pedigree he played. I know. He played know. the game. So there's always going to be a place for a guy who is smart and play the game. Yeah. But there's a lot of people. I mean, how many people. Just strictly
4: off of social media what, interaction, getting jobs. Yeah. How
0: many people on social media got a Netflix special oh, that bombed? Oh, my God. And they got $10,000 for yeah. a Netflix special. It uh, bombed. Uh, it. No one watched it. And that's oh it. Oh,
3: my God. Some horrific some horrific specials just based on what people did because I of social media. I did not
0: media. get a job. Based on Twitter. I ass off on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's it there's things that when someone sends me a really nice message, I know they mean it. And I'm sincere when I send something back or they're concerned about something we said or concerned about something we did. I will hear them out. There is a realness to it. But for the most part, it's ass and off. And for the most part, I try to do it less and less and less. Because frankly, as we move on in along our careers, it's only going to get us in deeper and deeper trouble. Oh yeah. What am I? If some guy comes up and goes, "Ken, you're a fat freaking pig," and your wife's—I've had like when I when I made fun of when we made fun of Mueller, mm-hmm. and it was a work. And Mueller hung up. Now, yeah, I didn't know Mueller was going to hang up, but guys, I'm—we're friends. Yeah, with we're going to screw, but
3: we're going to screw with them,
0: and we're going to screw with Chris Muller, and that's the way it worked. One of the guys over there used it as, a, as an opportunity to put himself over, and hey, that's fine. It's all part of the business. But we don't right? know him. But I got people sending me tweets, calling my calling my wife. One guy called my wife uh, what was it a BBC whore, and said he had pictures. And what I mean, he just kept sending me tweets. It's a good. He channel, just kept sending me. It was, I, she watched Mister Bean. This was in the morning. This was in the morning, uh, like a couple of weeks ago. I'm just yeah. doing the show with you, and my phone, <laughs> my my computer just going, D-d-d-d-d-d-d. and it's Liz Carmen's this, and Liz Carmen's that, and Liz Carmen's this, trying to send me pictures. I go, what if I respond to this person? What oh my god, what do I? There say? is no. There's like, no what, response. What response do I say? What do I get out of this response? And
3: I don't even know if you can disarm well, a person like that. No, with well, some there's the best And a I know
0: like that.
4: I know my interactions are way fewer than you guys. You guys have tons of interactions every day. But my favorite thing to do when somebody sends something, it hasn't been that graphic in nature, but they send something that they know they're trying to get a rise is, no response because you know they're waiting. Like, when's he gonna see it? And then I when's still he fall, fall for, for respond? Though? I still when's fall for it. it. And I weigh. That-
3: I weigh all the time. If I don't I respond, I win. I don't respond, I win. And hit yeah. send.
0: Still hit it. Still do it. I There's say- certain ways.
4: I'm happy with that win. I know some people can't live in that reality, but
0: I get to. I I, I will have a back and forth with certain. I remember. I couldn't help with This. I, I so I, I tweeted about Jim Halpert, and somebody took it seriously. Yeah. A Browns account. Fan, you know fan oh people get very and upset about your opinion. i got on that. my right i got straight. on my phone i was mowing i got on my phone I took a little break as i was getting the uh the the uh, yard sweeper out and i got on my phone the person said something really mean and deleted it and i'm like what the last and then he said something back or she i have no idea who it was because it's a you know it's a fake account mm-hmm. and i said what the first message wasn't mean enough you had to go back and craft a meaner one and i sent a video of me laughing this is this is a gag this isn't mm. real. There's ninety five percent of the things that I look at on social media just are just not real. I got Tron Mad. Tron Madden, by the way, is having is, a hell of a season. It's, yeah. an, it's incredible. And, and I can't. He's but, putting it all together. But he knows he's having a,
3: a Brady Anderson season. He sends
0: us things. Brought, Tron 50. Madden will send he's us about things. To hit Fifty right now. Chris Hanning on Twitter, mm-hmm. who yeah. I, I've had, I've had good back and forth with. So I've had bad. bad back and yeah, forth
3: with. good and bad. Yeah.
0: He will send things that I know I cannot respond to because other people will take it seriously. Yeah, they see it. Yeah, you, you have to be careful on and that they stuff. they take this website seriously, so I can't respond to it. But we will turn the mics off, and I will laugh my ass. We off. do laugh as much I have as a dark sense of humor. By the way,
3: as much as we sound right now like we like we hate social media, I love we it. turn our mics off every it. day and go. Did you see that one right there? Yep. Like a caller will be talking. We will have not. We already know where the caller's going. We're like, ah, I don't need to hear this again. Well, it's a grand jury. They didn't. Fu-. Okay, we know what he's going to say. Put it on mute, and me and Ken start dying about someone making fun of us. We're making fun of somebody at the station, yep. or whatever. So yep. it's not that we're humorless. We have to pick and choose our spots. Yes. We do, obviously. And on the there air. have been
0: times where I've had to remind myself. This is another thing, and this is where this is part of the reason where I love social media, but I also hate it, and I have to continuously balance myself with it. There's such a thing as context. So I make jokes about myself constantly, and I make jokes about you, and you don't you don't weigh in on my weight very much I, i'll give you that you don't because you just think that's low-hanging fruit and you're just not going to do it but there's a lot of people like they jump in and for a second i want to get really nasty with them on social media I go are they just in on the joke and they did like hey if lima's gonna make fun of ken or owen's gonna make fun of ken double a never makes fun of me um he can if he <laughs> wants to by the way he's open to it he doesn't know how but to. If, like it when kid would roast me about my weight all the time. Owen doesn't as much because Owen feels like he's the pot calling the kettle black, yeah. so he doesn't. But if Owen looked like Dan Menigan and he was in that position, I would hear a lot <laughs> more fat stuff. Which again, you can play fat, Owen. Remember, well, it's no, everybody making fun of me. But not it's you.
4: it's the same. It, I feel the same way with Lima. Sometimes it is low hanging fruit. It's like it's not that I'm yeah. above it or anything. It's just we got other things to do. Let's get to that. But stuff, when people you
0: know? send it and I go, okay. Like, you got to understand, like, I, I I talk to myself, go, Ken, you got to understand they're in on the, they're in on the gag. They're in on the show. So, and this is how they communicate. They could send an email, mm-hmm. they could Facebook, they could write a letter, but they're, they're on social media. And We've
3: thought about just, going back to you know, email, but it's just not as fun. Email, uh, you can add perspective. And we really do see guys are like, all right, you know, here's wait. my thought on this. I want you guys to weigh in. But it just doesn't have that immediacy. Like, I come into emails, and I'm like, when were these emails sent? I have no idea. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I do get a little worried, too, when 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 we talk about this, because I don't want to talk about social media too much. I don't want to talk about the show and, like, the inside sausage too terribly much. But I do think on the podcast, it's probably the it's, If perfect. there's an appropriate time to do it, this is the appropriate time to do it. Because, I mean, <laughs> I used to sit there. I used to sit there and, and like, oh, man. I'm up to five thousand followers. I'm up to ten thousand followers. And it just doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. Roughlog sent me a message last week and he didn't an, he did an audit on all got, of our accounts, yeah. yeah. And we have what is it? I got like thirty. percent. I had thirty-five percent.
3: According
4: to this audit, of like the robots. I think Ken's was thirty-four. And Dude, yours I'm getting was 32 I'm getting a new
3: OnlyFans woman every day now. That's adding. Now me. that's yeah. still. And if, I've added every single one of them. back no. oh, now, oh, there's got still.
0: A, I
4: got a new first last night. I got
3: there's a text. still
0: value because if I send out if I send out a notification to go, hey, we got we got Daryl coming on at eight twenty. You're gonna want to listen to this. He has breaking news. Well, it's still going out to. Thousands of people right. who do use it. Yeah, there are, there are still a ton. But it's just like, eh, w- there's no reason to get caught up in any of this. Because someday, like Elon Musk, he bought it. He'd just go in and go, hit the button and turn it off. And then what are we going to do? We don't know
3: if he's following through on that, by the way, now. But he could always yeah. do it if he wanted no, to. No, I know. You're right.
0: He could always just come in and go, oh, I'm done with this hmm. website, and I just bought it because I can. Goodbye. And end the website. He could just end it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he would, but he could. And somebody else would start a new Twitter, but there we are right. again. One follower, I, um, two followers, three followers. doesn't matter. No, it's, it's not real. Spe-
3: speaking of like just when you when you found Twitter, so I was running a very, a very successful, popular and profitable website called CursedCleveland.com. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the, the URL has expired. But I was looking for work. I was trying to find a TV job back at the time I had just finished Syracuse. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just going to screw around. Back then, there were only a few really successful sports websites. They were Deadspin. They were the Joe Morgan one. What was not Joe Morgan? Was it. uh, What was the Joe Morgan website uh, back in the day? There was the I'm with Leather and there was the Big Lead. There weren't a ton of big time uh, sites. I have no idea. So I had. um,
0: I was reading a tweet sent to me. Oh, go ahead. Thought it'd be good for the podcast. No, no, no. no. Okay,
3: so I. I ended up I remember one of my early posts was when Twitter burst onto the scene. So I made a fake post, like an onion-like post about Eric Mangini because he was the coach at the time. I think it was an Eric Mangini Twitter account. Like Eric Mangini's on Twitter. This was before anybody I knew was on Twitter. Nobody was. We fire just fired talk- Joe Morgan. We fired Joe Morgan. But this was the latest this was the latest technology, Twitter at the time. What is, well, and Fire Joe Morgan. No, that was the name of the blog because it was a-, a bunch of media it's Mike criticism. Schur. Yeah. Mike Sure made it. Most Shrewd made it. Really successful uh, television showrunner. Yeah, show he's a guy that
4: he's created a ton of NBC shows. He played Most Shrew. But on you the didn't Office.
3: know back then. You didn't know who was running the blogs. You didn't know that a lot of these people were comedy writers. Well, I will tell you, this is totally off. I listened to a
4: podcast. The guy that helped create Parks and Rec, his name's Alan Yang. He's done a ton of other stuff. He actually. Got a job in TV writing because he used to comment on that website
3: all the time. That was ha- happening in the primitive yes. years of of the blogs, right? So you didn't know. You thought all these people were total like the big lead, Jason right. McIntyre. He was a you columnist. He was some for, guy that yeah. he was a columnist for ESPN 2 That was looking to get stuff published and whatever. But you didn't know that at the time. So I was messing around with this on Curse Cleveland. Uh, I had like a little following. I had like I had like a thousand people every day. Really? And then I had some people that hated because I was trying to be funny and I was trying to work on my comedy chops, but also write some legitimate stuff. But I remember doing a parody on Twitter on Eric Mangini's Twitter account. I created an Eric Mangini fake Twitter account and I had some funny material in there. But I didn't know back then it was just what you were eating, what you were watching. That was Twitter. There was no political no there weren't enough people on it. Mm-hmm. But looking back at those days, of primitive, back-in-the-day Twitter, and then comparing it to what it was four years later where it became a site for live sports opinion. It was awesome. It was like, instead of having to refresh a blog in the comment section, which is what you would do back then, or message boards, it was just on Twitter. It kept populating. Then what, what happened next with Twitter? Twitter became the best search engine in real time known to mankind. It was better than Google. It was. You could see what people were saying about a TV show, uh, about a sporting event, And then became politics. Mm -hmm. And then you lost me. I mean, I'm still on Twitter, obviously. But the fun was gone. Once the politicians got on, once everybody started weighing in, and then COVID, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm never going to be on Twitter as much the rest of my life. I mean, I'm still on it for the job and still seeing what's on and still seeing reaction and still conversing with fans. All that is still happening. And now I have a little bit more of a life. It'll never be what it was eight years ago for me.
0: I agree with you. I think it's just become a lot of crazy people standing out on the corner, shouting from from a soapbox, uh, standing on a second floor window, shouting from their window, like you're, you know, on a second floor apartment, shouting from their window for nothing to hear, and, and and I I think it's it's lost its way. I think we're just we've become because of the because of social media, we've become more. We want to hear ourselves more than we want to hear others. We want to be heard more than we want to listen to others. And again, I, I cannot stress this enough, and this is why when I say words like I, I, I've I've become upset about the dunking. I think people take words and they, they turn them into what they want them to be. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to listen for context anymore. They don't want to listen to reasoning anymore. And so there's there is a there is a bad road that it's going down, and I will respond to people as much as I can, but i I find myself putting out stuff less and less because there's just very little reward if any, out of it uh, the the thing I like to do is promote i I just once I got done living for the retweet and wanting a hundred retweets mm-hmm. from every single thing because I realized and I've seen this. That's going to get me in a lot of trouble someday. <laughs> Just get That's you in a trouble? That's going to get me in a lot of trouble. Denny Hamlin, the NASCAR driver, is in sensitivity training right now because of something he sent to <laughs> Kyle Larson, who oh also had to go through sensitivity training. He oh sent God. what was considered an Asian slur to Kyle Larson because Denny Hamlin wanted to be funny on social media. Mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin has employees who get their health insurance? Yep. Who get their yep. salary? Yep. It's who important. depend on his business? Mm-hmm. He has a bit. He owns Bubba Wallace's car. You know how many sponsors Bubba Wallace has this year that will be on his car? Nine. Nine sponsors. Remember the day? I, I'm I'm saying this for a reason. Nine sponsors sponsor Bubba Wallace's car this year at different times. Freaking nine. That's where NASCAR is right now. There was a day. Mark Martin, Valvoline, Dale Earnhardt, GM Goodwrench, Jeff Gordon, Dupont. You, you knew that. They were on every single week, and that's been part of the problem there. But the reason I say it is it illustrates Denny Hamlin – had people going after him going after his job going after his business he wanted to be funny on yeah. social media there's no context he and Kyle Larson may joke all the time i don't know him i don't know them but it lands flat to people who don't know them so what's the point of having some great big inside joke for the public to better see better just text each when other it can get us in, the, in, in a lot of trouble that's why i can't believe i say it but you got guys out there uh, uh, one who has been accused of double murder mm. And we know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Who videos everyone he sends, mm-hmm. and it's actually brilliant because there's context. He's a crazy person, but there's 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 context to it. Which when I if I send something out, and I said Anthony Lime is a really nice guy. End a tweet. What does that mean? They read that mm. eighty thousand different ways. So who really knows? And that's where I stand on that. Now, I want to get to something from the last podcast. I asked real quick. I know we're running here. What is the, I said, at that time, two people have come to me in dreams in the past month. That in a deep dive in the Browns. And I, you know, somebody had said to me. Oh, I saw this.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?